Hello, I'm Thomas Carruthers. I'm Will Leggett. And today, Will, it's time. Arguably the reason we did this entire podcast. No, that's not true. That's not true. It is. It's it's half true. The it's undin I think um I think Follies is still my personal favourite, but this is undeniably the best um best it's it's his masterpiece. Musically, structurally, plot wise, it's it's it um, it is undoubtedly for me his masterpiece. Oh, Do yeah. you agree? Absolutely, yeah. Um I think this was even my introduction to Stephen Sondheim. Oh, it's definitely my introduction to Stephen Sondheim. Yeah. I, I was the film in 2007. I was Tim Burton mad. I loved musicals. And it was like, this movie was just made for me. And I was like, oh, this is everything I love. And then that became a love of the music. And then that became um, going to see it, which we'll talk about next week. Sorry, Will. Did you, did you go to see it? I did go to see Old Starting and Michael Ball. Yeah. Uh, for my, I think it was my 12th birthday. Yeah, it was 2011 or 12. Whatever it was, it was a birthday. Oh, yeah. We, um, yeah, I'll say I'm, I'm the other way around. So I got introduced to it uh, by being in it. I was in it in 2015, 16, 2016. So you'd never watched the film prior to 2016? No. Oh, right. No. Okay, yeah. Have, have you, um, you've watched the film, haven't you? Oh, 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 oh yes. I think the film's excellent. It's but great. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As you were, you were in it. You were in and, it. And it's, so, well, we're talking about the film next episode, I believe. But uh, No, the episode after. Oh, but just to slightly excite our viewers, it, it, it's just, it works so well to put it into a film. They've cut everything correctly. and they've Many moved. changes, many changes. I was like watching today, the uh, uh, yesterday, the George Hearn, the 1982 uh, <clears throat> famous recording of, of the yeah. George Hearn, Angela Lansbury. You got the 79 Len one? 
Well, we'll, we'll discuss that. We'll t- I like the album. I mean, it's it's a great album. Um, it's no George. Love, it's no George. I think, well, we'll talk about this as we go. But um, there were many moments, and we'll talk about it with the film, where I was just like, that's so much better. It's a lovely little choice. And we'll talk about all those next time. But like, just an example, just one example. Seeing him make the chair. Because yeah. what a stupid, it, it was made to order. Whereas <laughs> him making a chair makes so much sense. Anyway, 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 anyway. But obviously you can't do that in this song. Anyway, 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 anyway. Where should we, st- where shall we start? So yeah, today we're talking about the 1982 recording of the um, George Hearn, Angela Lansbury. I believe they were in LA. Um, and it was the tour following, um, following uh, it was the original tour. And Lansbury stayed on the tour. George loved the role so much, and it was great. And then George Hearn took over Lencariou, who Lencariou, of course, uh, originated the role and also originated the role of Frederick Egerman in uh, A Little Night Music, uh, two sometimes ago, uh, one sometime ago, sorry. Um, and we have this, we have this uh, show, Sweeney Todd, uh, The Demon Barber of Fleet Street, a musical thriller, music and lyrics by Stephen Sondheim, booked by Hugh Wheeler from an adaptation by Christopher Bond. Let's talk about Christopher Bond, Will. Who's Christopher Bond? Christopher Bond wrote the play. Oh, oh. Ah. So basically, Sondheim went in the uh, mid-70s uh, to London. He was there for the um, La- Angela Lansbury Gypsy Revival. And he was in London and he went and saw this play. And basically, Christopher Bond, uh, the play had been around for hundreds of years in many iterations. And it was this penny dreadful, and then it was a melodrama and all these things. And Christopher Bond had made it into this somewhat interactive, bawdy melodrama. melodrama. And it was a throwback, but it was also, they had people, they had live musicians playing along. You got, you got pies very much, all that sort of thing. And sometimes I thought, this is a musical. Um, glad he did. I'm glad he did. Some. He did indeed. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, Sondheim described the play. It's the other side of farce. It's as cleverly plotted as a funny thing happened on the way to the forum, but not as intricate. And it does have a couple of surprises that are terrific. It struck me as a piece that sings. Um, and, it, and it, yeah, it was, it's really that simple. He then took Christopher Bond's play and basically he was putting it to music and he realised he had 20 minutes of music for the first five pages. And that wasn't going to go, that wasn't going to work out. So they then bring in Hugh Wheeler, because a lot. I think a lot of people go read book by Hugh Wheeler, and then they go, but it's sung through. It's entirely, it's mostly, almost entirely sung through. Where does this book come from? The book comes from Hugh Wheeler, literally transplanting it into a music, into the structure and the story that we uh, see today, um, as well as some funny little lines along the way. Yeah. And uh, interactions, parlor songs mainly. Um Craig Zidane's chapter is called Murder He Wrote. Very funny. Uh, Craig, Craig Zidane has been really good. Let me read you these titles of this book. This book's great, Sundam and Co. I have the publication before Into the Woods. They then released it again with an Into the Woods chapter, but I don't have Oh, that. that's a shame. That's a shame. So mine ends with um, Mer- uh, Sunday in the Park with George. Um, let me read you these chapters. These are funny chapter names. Um, 
I've never, I've never even known a Puerto Rican. Guess the show. Uh, West Side Story. So sorry, well done. No fits, no fights, no feuds, no egos. Gypsy. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm still meant to be guessing. Sorry. It's all right. I'm doing them in order, so you know them. Send oh, in oh, the, the chapter. I get it. I get it now. I get, I it get now. what we're doing. Send in the clowns. A little night music. No, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum. The way the cookies crumbled. Um, cookies. Can you remember cookies. the name of the show? Um, it's it's um it's the asylum one. Yeah. Um, it's um. Anyone can whistle. Anyone can whistle. Um, <laughs> the less said, the better. That was "Do I Hear a Waltz?" Oh, is um, it? Waiting around for the girls upstairs. Um, Follies. I don't think it is. But 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 I'm right though in a way. No, it is. It is. It is Follies. Yeah. Which means that, oh no 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 no. Uh, company. I guess he's waiting for girls. It reminds me of that, um, that TikTok where they're like, yeah, all the Star Wars films have got the wrong titles. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is like that. Um, is Hans Christian Anderson ever risque? Um, the game is never over, an embarrassment of riches. Art isn't easy. You know, all that sort of thing. Um, anyway, Murder He Wrote was the name of the chance for the students. I thought you'd find that quite funny. And, I did. Uh, you did. Uh, are you a Murder She Wrote fan? Yeah, Jessica yeah. Fletcher. Wait a minute. What the fuck is this? You hate Angela Lansbury, but yeah, you I love, hate... but you love Murder She Wrote. Yeah, I, I, I. Yeah, she because she's not doing silly stuff, is she? When she's when she's <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, the tea, hot tea in the wrong hole. Oh my god! Hot tea. Hot tea. Which chapter is that? Hot tea in the wrong hole. <laughs> Something in the part with George. <laughs> it, it's hot up here. No. Okay. So, you, do you like Mrs. Potts? Um. Yeah. When she starts singing, I'm like, oh. <laughs> Evan sings. Is that a spot? Clean it up. No, I love Angela Lansbury. What is that? Sorry. Uh, just singing, singing a song. Um, because I think. Well, this is the thing. We'll talk about this later with other notable productions. The best recording is the Michael Ball and Melda Staunton recording. There isn't yes. one song that isn't excellent. It's yeah. perfectly cast. Every song is, every version is my favourite. It's a bit like Company. Every version is my favourite on that original album. I will s spread them apart for more history and all that sort of thing for the, for the song canon, but that is undoubtedly my favourite recording. Um, what was my point? That doesn't have Pirelli's competition, though, does it? No, no, it doesn't. Which is weird. Because um, then it has the final scene, and I'm glad it does. Oh, 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 yes. A lot of the time, there's the teeth pulling gets cut as well, isn't it? Yes. It also got cut for this broadcast. Anyway, let's talk about the original production, and then we'll talk about um, the actual 1982 that we watched. This was the first time Hal was reluctant with a Sondheim idea. This was really? the first time there was reluctance. This show was the first time I sort of dragged Hal into sharing my vision. Hal isn't the, isn't the fan of melodrama and farce that I am. Hal tells it differently. He says that he just felt we're getting the wrong director. 
and that um, he won, I, I, John somebody, I think was the name he said, but he was like a British Favreau. director. Sorry? Favreau. John Favreau, yeah. A British director who could bring out all the pomp and circumstance and all that cockney of it all. So he just felt he was the wrong fit. Then, of course, he gets stuck on this idea of the industry, which is, of course, the huge element of this original production. Um, his motto for this production, me and Steve have always said less is more. For this, we had a new dictum, more is more. Give them more of anything than they've ever seen before. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's like with trifle, more is more. More is more. And it and it does work. And it that's oh, yeah. I mean I we've not looked you've not looked at the interviews yet for the Michael Ball and Mellowstone one. That's next episode. But in every single one, and I remember on the radio, because we were listening to it on a lame page and getting excited, and they were saying, Well, there was this other production on Broadway where it was all very minimal and we wanted to do a big production. We wanted Wonder to which do one a, they were talking. Yeah, oh, don't even get me started. I forgot. I think <laughs> I, I hate it. I think I hate it. It really is, and it's a shame that that's the Patty one. No, because we have the Patty George Hearn concert. Oh, we do. We have the concert. Yeah, with Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. The um, but it's so yes. You know what? It's disappointing to me. That's the Michael Cerverus one because I think mm -hmm. he would be an excellent Sweeney, and I think he is a good Sweeney in that. He's just all down a key. Everything just sounds He's so thin. Guy, He's the ball guy, yeah. yeah. He was he's one peron in your Evita, you like. Yeah. He, sure is. It all just sounds so thin. We'll get to that next episode. Um, yeah, no, basically, Hal had this idea of he wanted to bring in the industry. And that he, he it's a famous quote now, but he says, When people look at the stage, they will see a factory. And what does that factory make? It makes the show Sweeney Todd. And I don't know what that means, but <laughs> it's oft quoted. And it's this huge foundry that they created. You you love set design work. You have an ambit, you have a huge admiration and possible career in your in your future with set design. What I mean, I, I it's one of the great set pieces of all time. Really terribly, is. terribly expensive. Every single one of these. This is why seventies Broadway is different. Every single one of these shows, they've had the exact same problem. It was too big and it never made its money back. Nobody gets to make six shows that don't make money back anymore. <laughs> That's the big difference. <laughs> Talk about this set, this incredible set. Well, it's great, and it's um, I'm I'm not usually a fan of minimalist, exposed bars, rostrums, sort of platform structures, but it works with this because it's the set decoration is what brings that to life. The griminess of London, it's and also I think it's become plainly overdone. Oh yeah, like Hamilton. What 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 is the? I don't understand the purpose. Hamilton. Ham, yeah, a lot of people say that. Oh, the set at Hamilton is incredible. It, right, it's not. It's all it is is a mezzanine. It's nice. It's made out of wood. It's period. It looks and very nice. It does the look. The stairs nice. that come down and move are very impressive. I like our Sweeney Todd. Our Sweeney Todd. And there's a bit in Hamilton as well, that, like the back bit where they use that back entrance. So it's it. I like I like creative entrances and stuff like that. But mm. but other than that, it that that's it. I come back to my first point. What's the purpose? This has this purpose. It's the industrial. It's the industrial age. The mm. London fog, the smoke. People are dying. People look so fucking dirty in this. It looks great. And the dirt and the grime. Oh. It's it's just it really brings you into this world, and and I think 
one of the great, th again, one of the great things about the film is that, that they could take that a step further. And you know what I think one of the best things about the film is? Oh, oh, um, um, costume design, costume design. Yeah. No, no, no. Oh, I, I, that's your clue. Oh, um, is it um, by the sea? No, that might be my <laughs> least favorite part of yeah. the title. But oh, right, to, to jump the gun, so many people, like, there's a lot of forums where people rank their favorite Sweeney songs. That mm -hmm. comes in the top three a lot of times. That's an idea. Carry no, on. No, I like, no, I like By the Sea a lot. Yeah. Where do I like it? Where do I like it? Ooh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. Um, no, don't worry. I think that's Lansbury's, I think that's Lansbury's best number. Yeah, she performed the... the As Love It. I think that might... It's well. not my favourite by the sea. My favourite by the sea is Amalda Staunton. It's my favourite of every That's song. It. But my <laughs> second favourite would be Lansbury. Yeah. yeah. Um, what was I saying? Uh, uh, oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the film has the has a flashback in, in Poor Thing. Yeah. And we see clean-shaven Depp and his hair's back and he looks so young. And that, honestly makes the entire show work in a way that no production has ever been able to do. Every single stage production you have niggling at the back of your head, you can't look that different. <laughs> <laughs> like the beggar woman's covered in dirt and she's got rags. Yeah. But Sweeney, I know she says, hey, don't I know you, mister? And, and, and she's ill. And so maybe she can't just word it properly. But Turpin, everybody, he doesn't look, he surely... But the original um, manages to make it work. And of course, the musical works in a way because we just take it as face value that nobody can recognise him. And so our mind starts boggling of, what was this man before? So it does work in that sense. Keeping on with the set, um, basically Prince was like, I want to do all this industrial stuff. And then Hugh Wheeler and Sondheim were like, do we have to rewrite anything? I don't want to rewrite anything. And so he said, no, you do the material. I'll do the factory. Don't know what that means. Well, I wrote... He, he's, he's obsessed with this factory. He's obsessed with this factory. So many comments about this factory. I've obviously read everything and, and all the interviews. Always talking about this factory. Um, then, um, oh yeah, sorry. Although, so, Will, this is a paragraph from my essay, Lost in Translation, which I wrote for my um, final year of college. And these are about the different versions of Sweeney Todd. So although Rodgers and Hammerstein's works often leaned into the melodramatic nature of their source material, there was a clear focus within the creative team behind 1979's musical adaptation of Sweeney Todd to instead rather move away from the bombastic tone of the original work. Sondheim critic Craig Zidane does note the ever-changing nature of the piece, citing that the original Sweeney Todd was written in 1847 and it had been constantly rewritten over the past 140 years. The Sondheim musical was in fact an adaptation not of the original blah, 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 blah. Wheeler, Wheeler and Sondheim's intention was instead rather to make it as nearly as we could into a sort of tragedy. That's achieved. The yeah. only thing it's missing is killing Joanna as well, which he gets close to doing. Yeah. Um, what else have I got here? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the high emotions of both genres, tragedy and melodrama, do lend perfectly to the performative nature of the musical theatre. However, Wheeler further cited, although he felt that Bond's version was slightly better than the others, even his version was that absolutely unreal old melodrama where you boo the villain. I think with Turpin, 
He's very easily booable. Let me not let me not conflate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> let me not uh, confuse that. We're going to get to that. Have I have I never told you that anecdote before? No. Oh, but also, uh, I'd love to play Judge Turpin. I'd love to play anybody in this. Yeah, I'd love to. It's it's one of those. I mean, Sweeney is my dream role of all of time. Sweeney, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pirelli would be fun though. I could. I, it's Any, one of those. Anything. It's one of those shows where uh, there was I, in the last show I was in. It was. It wasn't a smaller role, but I had a song in the first act, and then in the second act, I had a big dramatic scene, a comedy scene, and then a small evil scene. And I, and in my head, I was thinking, I could do this for six months. It was I'm, one I'm of the same with with my current role in Curtains. Um, I've not got a song, but I've got all of the best lines in the show, <laughs> and I'm. <laughs> it's great. And when I am on, like I. People look at me, and it's good. <laughs> that reminds me. They of will me. look at me. Have you seen Bone Tomahawk? I know you haven't. It's Kurt Russell. No. Cowboy. It's excellent. And there's a bit where somebody's talking about how many Indians they've killed. Native Americans, obviously, but he says Indians. And then he goes, and then they're like, I hear you like to boast about the amount of Indians you kill. And, he's, and he goes, not a boast, but a fact. And that, that was that's all I could think of then. <laughs> I just wanted you to say... When I'm on stage, they look at me. Not a boast, but a fact. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll take that. I'll use that one next week in rehearsals. And you, have, and you have killed many Native Americans, <laughs> which is weird. <laughs> um, um, okay. Any, any broad strokes you want to talk about? Or shall we just go number by number through this 1982 That's recording? Have you, have you seen this before? Or have you just seen YouTube clips? I've only seen YouTube clips because obviously it's it. And I remember when you first suggested this and you sent over this 3D Todd. I was like, oh, wow, I can see it because YouTube has numbers, but no, nothing in its entirety. And it, it's not all like state. Or, I, or I, I was very happy to watch it. I ordered the DVD for £20 because it was out. It's, been, it's one of those DVDs where it's like out of print now. Also, why the fuck is it out of print? Just make it again. Print another hundred copies every month. People will buy it. Also, why aren't the National Theatre Live real stuff released on DVD? Charge a lot of money. Oh, I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. I'll buy them. I will buy them. Yeah, I would. I will buy Follies on DVD, even though I have it on my fucking computer right now to watch. Just like I bought the Irishman Blu-ray and the Marriage Story Blu-ray. I know I can just go on Netflix, but I want the hard copy. What if the world ends tomorrow, Will? Oh, don't say that. We can all go in my Sondheim bunker. Um, okay. Just kill me. Sorry? Spreading eternity in your Sondheim bunker. <laughs> yeah, like when they found Bin Laden's porn collection. And it was like... <laughs> and they also they found pornographic magazines and a, and a memory stick with every filmed production of a Stephen Sondheim musical. You just love the theatre. Um, prologue. From the off, this announces itself as one of the great pieces of musical theatre. Is it, for me, that, for, that factory whistle and then leading into that yeah. is on the same goosebumps, is on the same goosebumps level as... Perhaps we can frighten away the ghost of so many years. 
with a little illumination, gentlemen. Da, 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 da. That that for oh, me is still the only. You intrigue me, gentlemen. <laughs> what? <are> you... <laughs> oh God! Did you watch the Beetlejuice one? Oh yeah, because it, it just come back. It's just come yeah. back, and he has to. Poor Alex Brightman has to stand with, there. With and he's just clapping. <laughs> Holy oh. shit! I am. Um, it's all. It's all the same level as. Um, bum, bum, dun, 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 dun. That's not so good. I also love. This is a great tangent. Miss Saigon, the helicopter going over, and then. Oh, fucking love Miss Saigon. That's the movie I want to make. If I could make a movie, is it? If I could make. A movie musical, it would be that one because I think so many times, like even Follies, I'm so excited for Follies if it ever gets made. But and I was thinking about how to do it as a film, but I was, but I was like, why? This doesn't. This is too theatrical. Miss Saigon, Vietnam War epic. It spans right. so many years. It spans so many. I want to make. I want. I want. Yeah, let's do it. And you do can it. bring me in to sing Buidoi. <laughs> you can be John. Yeah. Thank you. It's my favourite song from Miss Saigon. Oh, I love We Don't. That's your favourite song? <laughs> oh, no, I, I like... Um, um, oh, what is it? Um, not. I keep thinking of Man in the Mirror. It's not Man in the Mirror. It's um, Movie in My Mind. Oh, my God. I love every song in Miss Saigon. I, mine. Are they too much? I scream. And, so, and then, what is it? Fly, she said. Oh, it's great. I, I, Miss Saigon is better than Les Miserables. Bite me. Uh, you're wrong. The songs are better. Please don't doubt me, Ellen. You're my wife. Lots of guys came back. And the life I had you. It's a shame I, you'll never be able to play. The, the engineer. engineer. As a kid, I'll tell this story. As a kid, obviously, I just heard this white voice. And so, and I had no idea what... what appropriate casting was so i was like what's your dream role the engineer in miss saigon <laughs> and then we went to go see it and obviously it was an asian man and we saw a tour with what's his name the guy who then is in the filmed recording of miss saigon for the 25th anniversary the, the great the absolutely incredible guy we saw him in a tour before he went to london with it um mm-hmm. I, absolutely, I, I, and I was like, "Oh, I thought it was. I, I thought I could play. I thought I could play him." And obviously, I'd also seen a, re, a, a, a Wakefield Little Theatre production, which um, I you? dare. Oh, Wakefield Little Theatre. Wakefield Little Theatre production, they, which Little Theatre did Miss Saigon. Yeah, with more tan than a sunbed parlour. I, I, I did Beauty and the Beast with Wakefield Little Theatre. You did Annie with Wakefield Little Theatre. Oh, are you on about Wakefield West Riding Theatre Company? I'm on about yeah. Wakefield Theatre. They did yeah. Miss Saigon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly the production you're on about. Yes. Yeah. Not a white, they, not they, an Asian person in it. They got the tanning machine back out for West Side Story. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah. And, and did, course, did they do Sister Act with a, just a, a woman in blackface, even though Dolores yeah. doesn't have to be black? I, I know that famously... She okay, she does. The, the scripts, she definitely does. I'm going to take a while. I don't, I don't want to speak for all black people, 
But I'm going to take the wild uh, decision to yeah. to say that I think black people will be a lot happier with a couple of lines being cut than a woman doing full blackface. And it's weird because ten black people went for that role. Really? No. Oh, no. no that's... It, was a, it was a joke, Tom. Um, no. Um, and then she, uh, two two years later, she reprised her role as Whoopi Goldberg when they did Ghost. Oh, Demay Brown. <laughs> Did she did she black up again? Yeah. But that doesn't even have to be black. <laughs> that one genuinely doesn't have to be black. I my friend Rian Holmes, previous and future guest, she was Oda Mae Brown and she was like, I just played it southern. I just played it very, very southern. Yeah. And uh and she says she got a standing ovation. No footage though, so who believes her? No. So she never did play her then. She never did play her. <laughs> um but What's the first chord of Sister Act? First chord? Um, it's... Um, uh, I, I can't remember. It's, is that uh, the, however, the first chords I will never forget are the Ballad yeah. of Sweeney Todd. Um, you asked me this before. What's your favourite Ballad of Sweeney Todd? Hmm. What's my favourite? Yeah. Um, it has got to be the closing. I agree yeah, with the closing. Yeah. Uh, however... Yeah. I will give a special note to what I think the best Ballad of Sweeney Todd needle drop is. Maybe, do you have the same opinion? I don't know. What, uh, do you mean what within the show? What's the best within, one? Within the show. Is it just before uh, the asylum? No, it's... Oh. At last, my arm is complete again. Undoubtedly. Um the ballad of Sweeney I, I used to sing my army to complete again. I thought, oh, he's getting an army together. <laughs> so many. Oh, we're going to talk about this. I mean, this episode started with me singing Worst Pies in London. I haven't told you yet. I've edited that in. And oh. I just have no idea what's, what words are. Um, so oh, is it a little Tom performance? It's a little Tom performance. Yeah. Um, in my grandma's conservatory. The same Mamma Mia day. Just huh? bef be before Mamma Mia, I did an hour of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> um, what I wanted to write was a horror movie. The whole point of the thing was that it was a background score for a horror movie. Um, do you get that sensibility with this, with this score, with this piece? Oh, yeah. It's chilling. It, it is deeply chilling. And then, I mean, the back and forth, it's inherently darkly comedic. And it's absolutely hilarious at times. And then it's absolutely devastating, emotionally devastating. Then it's absolutely anger. It's terrifying. I, when you talk about balancing of tone, is there a more perfect and well-judged balance, balancing of tone and bizarre balancing of tone than epiphany straight into Little Priest? Oh, that, sorry, that section... What if you've got pretty women, pretty women, epiphany into little priest? It is just incredible. Into God, that's good. If you're being, yeah. if I mean, not really, but you know what I mean. Um, Five times. Oh, don't get me started on that. <laughs> that that will be the version of God that's good that we put into the sound, song canon, the film, because it doesn't have. <laughs> <laughs> it also doesn't have Is that a chair fit for a king A wondrous thing Which was the line that always made my ex-girlfriend laugh 
she always laughed out loud on I have another friend, <laughs> which I do think is quite funny and not supposed to be funny. But anyway, because what's the song in Into the Woods as well? Jack to the Cow. Oh, no, but that is a funny one. That's, um, um, oh, was it? Because um, that's another one where it's like, my friend um, is a I cow. I guess this is goodbye, old pal. And as any, what is it? It's like, it's a, next time I see you, it isn't on a plate. It's great. <laughs> you rhyme in there. Um, the factory whistle. This is how Prince talking about it. You hear a terrible scream of about a dozen people in the house and then we get on with the show. <laughs> um, so the Dies Irae, uh, which yeah. is this uh, piece of music uh, reversed here, uh, is Sondheim's favourite piece of music, he says, or at least one of them. And the way he's describing it when he's playing is like... He's always, yeah, those those notes through every song. It's the opening to The Shining as well, isn't it? Yes, and it's um, and well, more famously, it's the music that uh, Patrick likes to have sex to in uh, Sleeping with the Enemy. Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, what a film! <laughs> Laura, Laura. When you're a jet, you're a jet. <laughs> um, the cans! Um, still the, one of the most hilarious moments. Anyway. Um, and what, if none of their souls were saved, they went to their maker impeccably shaved. Now, it's not a funny tone, and so nobody laughs, but these are witty, funny lyrics. And so oh, from, yeah. the, from the off, you, in the back of your mind, are like, should I be laughing? Mm. That's quite funny. You know, they, they've been brutally murdered, but they're clean-shaven in hell. Bre Brechtian, if you will. Brechtian, yes. Brechtian. Bre oh, Brechtian, my darling. Bre is, isn't that what we voted for? <laughs> uh, Brechtian? Is this a Brexit joke? That, that was a Brexit joke. That was terrible. That was pretty terrible. Has there ever been a more opportune merging of words than British and exit? Uh, no, in, that's in, just that's just like that's imagine just if, if we it was ex Brits. Imagine if it was Azerbaijan exit, <laughs> Azer exit. More news now on Azer exit. This joke doesn't really work. Um, you see, there's all there was all of the like if all the if all of the EU countries had left the EU, what would their Brexit be called? And there were some really funny ones. Um, yes. Uh, What's that body being chucked into the oven? I know it's supposed to be Sweeney's dead body uh, and, yeah, then, and then the place, but like that, that doesn't really land for me. I don't know about you. No. You know what, actually, I just, oh, go on. Works to me, actually. Do you, do you know what actually is my goosebump moment? Um, is, it, is it swing your eyes? No, it's... Uh, it's and him standing and George, there. George comes George, out. Oh, but having that, well, that's the play, and then he would have wanted to give it away. Uh, let's talk about George Hearn. Yeah. Whoa. Let's talk if about you George could, If you could push your chin far enough into your neck, you'd become George Hearn. That is Why? like a, that sounds like a meme, a specific meme. The, um, <laughs> I think he finds it along the way. The first couple of numbers, I was thinking, 
wait, have I, have I, have I had a nightmare? Have I, is he actually bad? And I just haven't remembered. And then suddenly halfway, once I get to Miracle Elixir, oh, sorry, my friends, sorry, once it gets, once we get I to my friends. A long time to wait. I know, but once, once we get to my friends, because I think he's, well, we'll talk about it, but there are moments in this, in these first like 20 minutes where I'm like, oh, I don't think he's actually good. I do, and then and then come my friends. He's so in, and then he has many of my favorite renditions ever. Um, any any um, other notes from on uh, the prologue? Very good, very very good. Act one begins with no place like London. Anthony Todd and the beggar woman. What about that rope? What about that bow contraption? The pulling of the oh, lever. Great, this is great. Um, so and it's, dead, and it's just all because they're still like the Undertakers and. This is a great example of when you've got so many different structures about how to move them and moving it as a scene rather than just saying, oh, the actors are moving the sets. No, they're doing it because they're, they're doing something in London. That's true. That's great. It's like, you know, uh, Phantom, having the old Paris stagehands move things around makes more, so much sense. I saw uh, the, the touring production of Sunset Boulevard and obviously they don't have the money to do a full car chase like some productions do, and they had it shot like a movie. They were like, okay, everybody, three, two, one. And, and it was just an ingenious little choice of like, you know, bringing, um, as I, yeah, 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 sorry. Um, making, um, I don't even know what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, the, <clears throat> pardon me, the record, yeah, 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 yeah. The, what am I, what am I right. Yeah, the cars. We're doing No Place Like London. No Place Like London, yes. Uh, Sondheim had a rhyming dictionary, a Cockney urban slang rhyming dictionary. And because he? he originally started like making up his own slang. So instead of split me mouth, do you want to know what he came up with? Um, uh, I don't know. Fish me scuff. Ooh, that's even worse. That's horrible. <laughs> um, wouldn't you like to push me parsley? It looks like me to me, you got plenty there to push. That's another one where we, when we came to watch the 2012 production, we'd only watched the film a hundred times. So we didn't know any of this. And yeah. then like, it comes on, wouldn't you like to push me parsley? Split me buff, dear. And my mum went, okay, now. Isabel's 10 or something. <laughs> Isabel's 10. That's also like when we went to see Miss Saigon. And they'd seen it in the 80s before any of the of the rewrites with the swearing and a lot more of the yeah, graphic yeah. sex and some of the rape and some of the yeah. brut brutalization. And um, and so I came in, sat with me, my grandma, my great-grandma Mona, my other grandma, my mum. I think the Auntie Carol was there as well. And the, and the maitre d' or whatever came over and said, Madam, you know um, that um, the, this performance is uh, some serious adult themes. It's like, it's all right, we saw it in the 80s. And then first scene starts, come over here, you fucking bitch. And it's like, oh my God, I'm sat there like six or something. It's like, fuck you, you motherfucker. And they're all snorting coke in the rewrites, aren't they? Like John's a cokehead, <laughs> snorting coke at the saxophone. It's like, whatever happened to Leia Salonga? Um, so, it, oh, where's Will going? Will's back, it was the dogs. Um, Will, do you want to hear his um, rewrite for schools and squeamish regional productions? Yes, please. 
How would you like a kiss, dear? I'll be your girlfriend. You won't do better on the docks. Wouldn't you like to take me dancing and be my boyfriend and buy me lots of pretty frocks? Even his... I'm going to write you a, a, a kiddie version of, of the lyrics. Are great. The entire thing. No, no, just the, just the push me parsley bit. Just the, you know, split me muff. <laughs> Um, no place like London. What do you think of Anthony as a character? Oh, I love Anthony. Yeah, get, um, I, 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 I would yeah. just say get used to get used to uh, Anthony. Well, uh, <laughs> oh no, no, just because if I was to audition for Sweeney, I would be typecast as that. As soon as I walk in, they're like, okay, right, Anthony. That's my typecast. Or Toby, um, but no, only no. but only the original product, not not as a child, <laughs> only as a mentally impaired uh, teenager. <laughs> Um, I've got some to, I want to talk about Toby later um, anything about, you want to say about No Place Like London Will I, I, just a beautiful I love No Place Like Hong, like yeah. London yeah where is where's No Place Like London No Place Like London for me is at 13 no 13? that's that's insane really that's low that's low I really like No Place Like London Shadow. I'll put it I have, I've not actually ranked them all, so... No, I no, that's like... the next episode. That's the next episode. Have yeah. you got your top six ready? Uh, yes. Pencil. Yeah, yeah. I, I, again, things might change. Things might change. Um, and then this leads into the first, what, what sometimes calls Todd's theme. Um, there was a barber and his wife. Yeah, at the top of the halls in a privileged few, making mark of the vermin in the lower zoo to embody in the film and greed. I too have sailed the world. What is George Hearn in a hurry when he sings that bit? He was very spinny up, and all I could think of was inside number nine. He had a commercial that afternoon. And I was like, and greed, I too have sailed the world, beheld his wonders from the darn nails to the mans of Peru. Um, God knows no place like London. I Again, yeah, Anthony coming on and singing, and then Todd immediately undercutting it with the brutality. No, there's no place like London. It's a shithole. I've just been to... Warton, not Warton. I've just been to Prison Australia. And you have no idea how much better it is than London. Well, no, that's not true, obviously. But um, what do you know much well about the prison, the Australia making a prison? The, the Australia prison. I, I know that we sent the prisoners to Australia. Hmm. And that's why Australians speak English. That's as much as I know. <laughs> um, fucking emails. Uh, sorry. Um, the um, some nice little glimpse behind the curtain there at my own anger. Um, Will, you said you've said repeatedly that this is your um, maybe not your favourite, but this um, that Hearn is your favourite. Todd, is that still true? Um. I, I don't think I've ever said that. So I think you said it to me. You've definitely said it. Is it? I, I said it. He does my favourites, pretty women. You've said before that George Hill is your favourite swinging top, but that's okay. It, okay, it, that's okay. If you've come oh, around, the one to... I grew up worshiping. 
It's all right. Rather than Depp. Rather than Depp, who I think is excellent. Mm. Um, however, there is no question. There are questions of who is the best Todd. There are no questions in my mind that the best Mrs. Lovett is in Aldous Thompson. Oh, I agree. Which we'll talk about next episode. But for the meantime, let's talk about Will's favourite, Angela Lansbury. Where is your where is your meter, Will, on Lansbury here? Um, I really don't like her as Mrs. Lovett. At all? I, I think... I can bear it sometimes. I think her acting is very, very good in the scene. Mm. It's a singing, it's a diction in the singing and the messiness and the, which obviously is all part of Love It being every bit of everywhere. And that's yeah. what she goes for, that sort of mad, crazy woman. Mm. But she's just a bit, a bit too, too much for me, too, too messy. Does this begin with Worst Pies in London? Yes. What's Mrs. Lovett's first name? Is this a joke? No, this is this is this is real. Uh, Mrs. Lovett, I'm going to say, um, Mrs. Nelly. Um, so go on, talk about Angela Lansbury as, as a bad as a bad lover, as you say. Too messy. How can you be too messy with Worst Buys in London? I, I yeah, but um, it, it's her diction mainly. You have the really big thing about about Angela really Lansbury's diction. I do. It, it's sort of like, yeah, she's frantic, which is good, but her, she gets caught up in it and goes, and you can't understand <laughs> the word she's saying. I think, because I think her by the sea is rather excellent. I don't know about you. Her by the sea is very good. You just don't like her worst spies in London at all? I, I know. Um, her weight is nice. Her weight's lovely. I yeah. love weight. Weight's good. Weight's good. Um, let's talk about... I love her weight. She's I good. love her weight. Uh, again, this is another time, like Someone in a Tree, where we have these documentaries where someone goes through the songs mm-hmm. and he's reading the scene again. And the way you from Christopher Bond's play, oh, sorry, I thought you were a ghost. She flicks something up a pie. And it's, it, I don't, like, I don't know how, it, it's, that is every single time he reads these scenes. It is so much like the song that we end up getting. So that is why I think a lot of times people people like to say, well, you know, Todd's entirely sung through, blah, blah, blah. Um, the song, but Hugh, the books that Sondheim is using are so heavily influential. We, yeah. we, we see this time and time and time again. That's why he's constantly praising his um, creative... Help me. What's um, it called where you work with somebody? Partners. Yeah, his partner is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Lansbury. I always said she was a very resourceful woman. She never let anything go to waste. After all, the meat pies was her idea. It wasn't his. Uh, the costume designer, before the f- first night, didn't feel like her outfit was dirty enough. And so threw spaghetti over her. And then Lansbury nearly threw up with the smell the whole evening. And then the ke- and then chemicals were used to give the stain look for the rest of the performance. And the way that Lansbury says it is, 
she was a veteran of Saturday Night Live, so they were very used to doing things off the cuff. Um, <laughs> whereas I, I do not work that way. I sorry, spaghetti. Um, what do you think of Worst Prize in London as a song itself? I mean, a, 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 oh, it's very good. Very the very chatterboxing good. and the building and the punctuation. Yeah. Both of Love It's songs have this punctuation. By the sea, it's the it's the kisses. Oh, Mr. Dodd, I'm so happy, and all the kissing. And in this, it's the you know the hitting and the flicking of the pies and the busting of the dust. And again, it's one of those things we've talked about it so many times where you don't have time to think about acting because you're doing so much business. And sometimes business can ruin a performance. Lord knows actors love props. But this is one of those things where it's so specific yeah. that you have to just ride the train out and hit it at the right time and hit it at the right time. And Adrian Lester, who played Anthony in the Julie McKenzie production, talked about how he saw her rehearsing and she just wasn't getting the song. She kept like looking at things and getting distracted and it just wasn't there. But the minute that the props were there and the minute that she'd had it all worked out in her head and the hitting the pies and the hitting of the pies and the padding of the pies and it was there, it just clicked into place and it was like, wow. Um, this leads into Poor Thing. Um, stunning, beautiful, right. haunting piece. Oh, lovely. And it's a bit, that waltz where it goes... Da, 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 da. Sondheim, there are musical clues. A few very alert people caught on right away, though, and knew that the beggar woman was Sweeney's wife, because when the young wife appears and is raped, the minute they're playing the beggar woman's theme in a different guise. Mm. Um, I remember, obviously, I was a seven-year-old kid, but I remember being absolutely blown away by the beggar's the beggar woman twist. Oh yeah, I mean, absolute. Am, are we just stupid, or is this uh, is this a well known, just excellent twist? I think it's a well known, excellent twist. I. It's just so powerful, and this story. I mean, Christopher Bond t talking about it. It's because he has a good looking wife. That's all it is. He's literally had his life taken away from him because he has a good looking wife. And that is really all it is. Um, and, the, and to hear Mrs. Lovett tell it with this pen, do, is she goading him? I know afterwards she says, so it is you. Hmm. So is all of poor thing her goading him into snapping? No, I don't think she does know who it is. But she says after, so it is you. Hmm. I don't, so, I, she definitely doesn't know him, who he is in... Um, Worst Pies in London. Pies. So it's at what point during that song does she click? I'm presuming when he before. sees some, when he sees some sort of reaction. That's yeah. how I'd play it. That's how I'd play it of telling the story and then <laughs> oh, don't get me started. That, that's the, that, that's the, this was the moment where I was worried for her and I was like, have I remembered this entirely wrong? Is he actually quite bad? Is that no? <laughs> what the hell was that? I, I would go, no! Yeah, the, 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 the great, again, the film, the great cut, Jim jumping up. But they said, no! No! no. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, what role would you like to see George Hearn play? Or ever? Ever. Oh, um... I think a weird, dark... 80s fantasy would have been good as interesting as oh yeah 
but that's my but that's not his that's not his rule he'd be a great reverend shaw more and footloose yes he would he would never do it but he would, no, he and would I can... oh. um which leads us into oh, we haven't talked about my ranking yet uh worst pies in london's number five and poor thing is number 10 um i'm interested what your six slash seven yeah are. thank you <laughs> You're just thanking me for having interest. Yeah. I've not worked out if Worst Pies makes it yet. Okay. I think the biggest thing is that whether we be truthful and put in Final Scene as a song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I loved you, I'd be twice the white she was. I loved you. What have I done? Mrs. Levitt. I'm an only practical and yet appropriate disorder. Oh, phenomenal. As I've said repeatedly, there's a little point in dwelling in the past. Do you mean it? Which I don't think Lansbury pulls off, but anyway. Um, my friends, and this is where you're like, oh, fuck yeah, George. Oh, yeah. Oh, George. This is just uh, for us two as well. Uh, well. We'll say it now. The reason, well, one of the reasons I think we idolise Sweeney Todd so much is because it is one of the great baritone lead roles out there. Um, but I also idolise Gypsy. I, <laughs> so, and, and there is, an, yeah. uh, and although I would be excellent but, as Mama Rose, as we I'm sure you would be. I've yeah, come up with what, what my drag, I, I was asked what my drag would be yesterday. And I said it would be Janet Roth, and she would be a um, famous star of the 70s, 70s stage. She was in a sitcom in the 80s, and she now only performs cabarets of Sundown Women. <laughs> um, go on, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yes, no, there I've is got, a note of idolization. A lot of songs in uh, Sweeney we would sing if we were asked to sing a song like at a cabaret night. I, I have sung, I have sung. We, we, our history of musical theatre course we every week we would bring a song and i did uh what did i do i did uh, who wants to be a millionaire i did um edelweiss i basically did a comedy song sad song comedy song sad song for sundown week what do you think i did oh um i famously <laughs> i did epiphany um, and Ava is still annoyed to this day because basically I also did G Officer Crookie, but I did every role and I did all the voices. I think I've shown you the video and everybody loved it and everybody laughed and all that sort of thing. Everybody found it very, very funny. Then um, I also did Sunset Boulevard and previous and future guest Ava Robinson had never heard that song, listens to my version over the musical. She has it on her phone. <laughs> And and Epiphany, she was and she was so she's annoyed to this day that then for the final performance in front of like everybody, all the other classes, mm. I did they wanted me to do Geoffrey Krupke again instead of and she was like, You should have done Sunset Boulevard, or you should have done Sweeney Todd. They were better. I think I would have probably rocked up with there are giants in the sky. That's a very me thing to do. Yeah. Uh and 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 I I just absolutely I, I it, it was very well received, I'll say that. Uh, it, it, it's an incredible song, and and it was one of those things where I went into it thinking I'd be strug I'd struggle, but actually, as you've just said, all of the all all of the notes are in our range. It's just that very last note, isn't it, in Epiphany? That's hard. And to I'm get. full of joy. Not that hard. Um, 
Sing, I can't even spit this time of morning. Uh, okay, okay, I can do another. Mega line. That's a note. That's a note. The Dean Jones version of being alive. Bing! Um, I think it's the best he's ever done it. Yeah, that's the best anybody has ever sung ever. Um, I love. I'm your friend too, Mr. Todd. If you only knew, Mr. Todd. And I sent you the video of Sondheim teaching that kid, like that wonderful seminar. And yeah. his first note with the kid is, no, trans-like quality. Keep it quite monotone. And, it, it, and I completely understand why. Because they're both in their own trances. He needs to be in a trance to ignore Mrs. Lovett. And she needs to be in a, a love trance to ignore you'll soon drip precious rubies. He's saying he's going to fucking kill somebody. They both need to be in their trances. And it's, again, this is why we took Kiss's feet. This is why we bow down, because he knows this. And it has to be a trance, or else it makes no sense. Because it is a duet. Yeah, yeah. People don't talk about it as a duet. But it is. Um, and then, of course, my right arm is complete again. He loved the fact that it was right arm. It was good and right. And my right arm is complete again. But George Hearn and Len Carriou. Holds up his left. And Michael, yeah, and Michael Ball. They're all lefties. Yeah. I think, I don't know about Depp as well. So now the line has just become, my arm is complete again. Yeah. Or, as you knew, my army is complete again. <laughs> um, again, it's this thing of the, the love of an inanimate object. I mean... And the love of murder, he has this feeling of murder. Um, this runs through a lot of his of, of sometimes work. As I as I talked about the cow, I know a cow isn't an isn't an anonymous object. Um, where's my friend to you in the overall rankings, Bob? It's in my top five, I think. I have it at six. Yeah, um, stunningly beautiful. Um, yeah, again, just a, this love duet. It is. Very trance like that's a perfect way to describe it. Isn't it? De, 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 de. And then it builds and it builds, and then, and then... <laughs> which leads us then into then leads us into Greenfinch and Lennox Bird. Why yeah. is this hated so much? Um, I think it's because every soprano does it as an audition piece. All right. Okay. And it's Have you... classic. Oh, you're a soprano. Oh, okay. Great. But I guess the I the the classic, you know, oh, why does the cage bird sing? Oh, that you're just like me, you're trapped in a cage. That's a bit on the nose, sure. But it's another beautiful song. This okay. actress struggles a little bit. They're cunning, they're cunning. Um, but other than that, I quite I've always quite liked Greenfinch and Lindenberg. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, I, I've never understood why it's so hated, but that does make sense. I, I I know this. So then now we're into like I I call it the cuts territory. It's not the cuts because it's in every single production ever. It's just not in the film. <laughs> but like Ah Miss, Ah Miss, look at me, look at me. Sorry, kiss me is fantastic. Kiss phenomenal. me fucking rules. Why? Yeah. I understand why it's not in the film because in the yeah. film they have this thing where she's tra properly trapped yeah. in the room and it doesn't work and blah, 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 blah. But Kiss Me is incredible. I remember listen, listen, like listening in, in to the album yeah. afterwards and watching it and I was like, 
why isn't this song in the film? It's, it's that bit where you go, da, 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 yeah. and I feel you. Oh, it's great. It's and great. then, yeah, and that's a beautiful, like, love theme that is so constantly yeah. shat upon, for lack of a better way to say it. It's of the da, 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 da. And then um, I had the exact same feeling of with ladies in their sensitivities. I was like, why isn't this? I'm kidding. Um, ladies in their sensitivities is number 20, Will. Really? Yeah. Is that the, is that how many are there? I've done twenty. I've not put every really? reprise in. I've you only put parlor songs are better than no. I've Lady not put I've not I've not put parlor songs in. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I I I only have ballad of Sweetie Todd finale, and I do have final scene. Yeah, oh, you got to have final scene. It's it, I've I've done it quite weirdly. I guess I could have I should have done every musical. I expected drop. nothing last time. I know, but then I would have had to rank Pirelli's death. You're starting my employ. Um, Joanna, this is my dumb note. I'm really? not a Joanna fan. I, I think it's because it's so short. No, I'm glad it's yeah. short. It always feels too long to me. I feel you, Joanna. It's, it's, is it the bit that goes... No, I like that. I like that bit. Sweetly buried in your yard. I don't mind it. Again, the worst song in a, the the song I like least in a Sundown show is better than ten other musicals. But I don't know. It's just never grabbed me. I think it's because I prefer Joanna Mia Culpa because I'm a pervert, and I also enjoy uh, Quartet, obviously. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh oh yes. Oh yes. Um, I love the, the the language of "I'll steal you." It's still capturing language. It does, you know. It, it's there's still not violent necessarily, but this. I think yeah. Closing it's, language. I, I would say I, I I love Joanna as a song. I think I see where you're coming from. The fact that there are so many throughout the show better versions of that, but I think it works its purpose. It's very well. Oh, it most definitely works that, its purpose. Yeah. That love theme that he then sings throughout the show. So, I yeah. I, I very much enjoy it. I like it too. I think just in this first moment, it's a bit... Uh, we, on Sondheim Week, um, somebody sang this, Joanna. Somebody sang Joanna Mia Culpa, which I'll talk about. They, I'll they get the belt out. I'll talk about, don't you worry, <laughs> don't you worry. It's the best anecdote you're ever going to hear. The um, And then, what else? Uh, somebody else sang... Oh, and then somebody sang Green Finch and Linnebird. Um, and then they were doing all of this, and, and, and you had to introduce the song. And so, and my introduction was, well, Sweeney's in the middle of all this. He's, he's, you know, he's dealing with Anthony. He's dealing with Judge Turpin. He's dealing with, um, jo jo with Joanna. And um, he's dealing with all of this and uh, he can't take it anymore. And then Chris, Christopher Dickens, the, man who, the, the legend, was the accompanist. And he didn't even need me to cue him. He was like, that's great. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Uh, so I was like, oh, that's brilliant. He knows, he knows. And I was just like, and he can't take it anymore. Yeah, Joanna, um, get the gist. Oh, what do you think of this beetle? Oh, he's... <laughs> very, very camp and theatrical. He's very camp, darling. Get the gist of it, my friend. I like him a lot, actually. I like him, yeah. I like greasy Timothy Spall better. Oh, yeah. Um, the geishas of Japan, the geishas of Japan, the concubines. <laughs> Bad as always. 
guys as always to service my friends and friends. And then, but but here it's uh, it's glad as always to oblige my friends and neighbors. Very very funny. Um, which, I, but again, that's a bit that's a bit much, isn't it? Him killing the bird and then Anthony ripping the cage. It's like, oh come on! It's just because he doesn't like. It's just like they're corny. It's like, oh all right. Um, which loses then into Pirelli's magical, miracle elixir in the contest shaving scene and the um, the tooth pulling scene. Take it away, Will. I'm guessing this is one of your absolute favourites. I do, I do love it. I do love it. Um, of course, you got bum 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 bum. Pirelli's miracle. He talks about how Christopher Bond in the original in in Christopher Bond's original play called it Pirelli's Mir- Mir- miracle elixir, and he was just like. I was so thankful. Uh, I needed to create a lyric delightful unto itself. And elixir gives you so many things of blank, sir, trick, sir, ick, sir. It's, it's a joyful thing. It's a joyful oh, thing. Blessing. And, um, and then he says rather proudly, it's a five minute song and I never use the same rhyme twice. Um, and, it, and it's true. It's true. It, it, it's, not, it's not a boast. It's a fact. It's, it's not a boast, but a fact. Uh, the first performance, uh, this caravan was made of old wood and uh, there was a woodlice manifest- infestation <laughs> which led to woodlice all over the stage and cast. And again, Lansbury is describing this very eloquently. There was woodlice in my hair and all over me and uh, it was a struggle to uh, continue performing. Uh, it, just, I, it just adds to the scene. Yeah. Yeah, woodlice the- all over London. It's dirty, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, this is my this is my favourite delivery of "Smells Like Piss, Looks Like Piss." Is George Hearn because he yeah. just you wait for me, bitch. Just, he, he doesn't give a smells like piss, looks like piss. This is piss, piss with ink. It's, <laughs> it's excellent. Yeah. Where is this Pirelli? And then I, it, it, it's very much like Elaine Stritch having a mic too loud for telephone calls. <laughs> because like we hear him and I hear things in the score that I've never heard before of, of Sweeney going, where is this Pirelli? And, <laughs> that I've never really noted before. Because he's in the, the, the bombardment. And then... Are you a kiss? And I, this so famous Pirelli, I wish it to know who has it in love. Oh, I can do it all, Tom. I can do it all. Do call my elixir peace? Who Who's says this? <laughs> so my, my Pirelli anecdote, when I was in Sweeney Todd, I was the, because I, I was just in the ensemble. I also played Jonas Fogg, the asylum keeper. <laughs> uh, I got shot and ravished by all of the inmates. I cannot ravished, wait for ravished. you to have like no notes, <laughs> no notes for a little priest and just be like, yeah, it's a great end of act one. And then I'm like, and then there's the asylum scene and then we move into, no, 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 no. We need to talk for 10 minutes about the asylum scene. <laughs> People do, fog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a kid comes home and he says, um, what's the school play? It's a musical all about this asylum keeper. <laughs> 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 I had to explain that joke to somebody the other day. The the classic, you know, the kid comes home and he says, what's the Christmas play? And he says, it's a play all about this innkeeper. And <laughs> I had to explain that to somebody. And I thought, what? That's uh, it. Um, and uh, yeah, so I was so I was in the ensemble for the rest of it, and uh, I was fortunate enough to be the one selected to be shaved by Pirelli during the contest. Oh, and it was lucky it, enough. 
<laughs> it was um yeah it was brilliant um because the guy playing Pirelli was just hilarious and uh, he was facing me the whole time but so he could get away with whatever he wanted trying to make me laugh but obviously I had to keep a straight face how um, did you do it a fake beard I mean it doesn't matter with you does it because they never have to take your beard off no no so I I was just a bit stubbly um which is just normal and then they put actual the the, the foam on and he did all that mm -hmm. and then he actual shave like just very blunt razor like with oh. no no blades just like a you can get by razors that are just yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and he actually did me all the way through it was really fun oh, right. yeah. because in this obviously the guy who's shaved by sweeney has a big beard yeah a big bushy beard a great big bushy beard which does strain credulity because the way they do it in this production is like he's doing the sharpening of the knife and then the winner is Todd. The winner is Todd. Um, push. Uh, that's uh, I can't remember. Um, did you watch the documentary, the London documentary I sent you about with Dennis Quilly and Sheila Hancock in it? Did you skip through that? I'll watch that for next. Okay. episode about that but in it there's the guy playing Pirelli and Prince wants to cut down the Pirelli part uh, I can't remember there's like another verse during the first before the contest and there's another verse no sorry I tell a lie there's another verse during the shaving and he's just like we need to cut it we need to cut it it doesn't work it doesn't cut it and this it's this British guy and he's going it's a small part and now a third of it's gone it, it, it's not the part I auditioned for and then and then um and then Prince is like okay well uh you tell me tomorrow and then um you can leave if you like and then he walks <laughs> away and he just goes if you, and then he goes over to some stage manager and he's like if he wants to leave he can leave he's, he's very good but we can get somebody else um and I was like oh fuck yeah Dennis Quilly and Sheila Hancock I really enjoyed I'm going to watch that. It's the bit. It, I know why you didn't watch it because it's an hour and ten. But the um, watch that for next episode. That's great. And we see a lot of the Dennis Quilly Sheila Hancock version, uh, which is good. Uh, the contest shaving scene. I found this very funny. Sondheim on chorus numbers. He hates he hates group chorus numbers. And he goes, "What about the picnickers in Carousel? Did everybody have a real nice clam bake? Was there no one who had indigestion or a rotten time?" Do all the CBs in South Pacific think there is nothing like a dame? What about the misogynists in the group? Or if there are no misogynists, are there no homosexuals? And <laughs> this, this, this thing of like how his chorus numbers in this show, everybody's singing different things, which is a lot harder to orchestrate and all that sort of thing, yeah. but builds a better world. And of course it does. The smattering of the cream <laughs> against this guy's face. Did you get splattered a lot, Will? I did, and I had to do the, you know, whenever he does like a nick, and so I, I oh, yeah. was like, oh, 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 I say, oh. Um, there's lots of good dying in this. Yes. Uh, oh, I also, you... that's my other anecdote. Oh, you were I killed in Joanna? Died in Joanna Reprise. I was the second guy to come on. Originally, uh, so they, they called, they when they were blocking the scene, they called the people that she wanted, the director wanted to be died. And I was originally the guy at the end with the family. Oh. Uh, and the guy that was playing the second guy to be killed didn't turn up to rehearsal because he couldn't make it. So I was like, now, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> I want to play Sweeney. 
I but want to... there is a part of me where I'm like, oh, I do want to go on that chair. Yeah. So and we use like proper, like the way we did the blood was it was like a pipette of fake blood yeah. behind the blade. So when you switch it, it all splashed and went everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I died and it was the proper like slid backwards down the oh, it was great. Oh, that it does sound brilliant. So fun to do. Got to do did that you... for six nights. Did you do the tooth pulling? No, we didn't do the tooth no. pulling. I think that's a good cut. Yeah. I think it makes sense. I I do like that he has to pull Toby up. That is that Sweeney's like, who oh, else has a bad tooth? And he goes, Ah, sir, it's terrible. And then nobody else calls. And yeah. Penelope has to go, you're Toby, get on this, get on the fucking station. <laughs> That's very good and very funny and just highlights even further the cruelness of Pirelli to Toby. Yeah. But, or should I say Daniel or Higgins? But um, it, it's, a, it's a fine cut. I, I, that cut makes sense to me. Uh, it's not necessary. I guess it's necessary in the sense that, I never knew this, that tooth pulling and Barbary were so linked in the old days. I never, I never knew this, that, that like yeah. it would be the same, often the same establishment. So, okay, I guess... And do a lot of things, which leads us then into weights. I love this song. I think it has a somewhat throwaway feel about it, and I think a lot of people sleep on it, but I love it. Yeah, I do sleep on it, but I appreciate it for a beautiful song. Sondheim states that this is that is one of the most important songs in the score. Do you know why, Will? Um, it's to justify a later song. Epiphany? No, it's to justify Pretty Women. Why doesn't he just slit his throat? Why doesn't he literally, yeah. ah, ah, oh, Mr. Toy, you're in a merry mood today, Baba. <laughs> Why does he yeah. do that? Wait, <laughs> enjoy it. This moment, you know, wait. Okay, now we can enjoy Pretty Women without thinking, why doesn't he just kill him? And I guess if you forget about that, then there is still in the back of your mind, he needs to relax him so he can just relax. But either way. Um, I've been thinking flowers, maybe daisies, maybe daisies. too bright enough the room. Nothing like a nice bowl of guineas. Beautiful song. Absolutely love it. We haven't talked about Alan Bonham Carter yet, and I don't know why we would have, because we're doing that in two episodes' time, yes. but I like Carter a lot. Um, oh, yeah. Love its idea to kill Anthony. I always forget about this moment. If there was ever a throat to slit. I was like, oh. How, how long do you think... Do you think Todd is conceiving of killing Anthony in the end and it all just gets upended by everything that's happening? No, no, I think he I think he likes the boy. I think he uh, he feels a bit like a father figure over the boy. Yeah. Um, I think the reason why Lovett suggests that so early on is because she's trying to impress him. Mm. Well, it is all around. It's the classic Lady Macbeth thing, isn't it? It's a classic. Yeah. It's Lady Macbeth with songs. And who really want, is, and, yeah. and comedy and comedy and who wouldn't want to play that? Yeah. Me for a start. Um, <laughs> I can I can shave this. I can shave this. I can do drag. I can do it. Um, strong enough to strangle Pirelli with one hand. Yeah, he's he's, he's been working labour camps in Australia. This is another thing where the kettle beating him and leaving him yeah, just alive great, enough great works great. so much better. And also just movie making and sound design. Yeah. Oh, the it's, building of the kettle. It is a perfect yeah. moment. We'll get we'll get to the the the, the foley of uh, the movie. I'm sure when we do it, but it's incredible. Another Sweeney anecdote for me: the guy, so the guy playing Pirelli, uh, the final night, 
he live streamed because obviously once Pirelli gets shoved in the box, yeah, he's there until the end of Act One. Got to stay in there. Oh, of course, yeah. And so he live streamed the entire thing. Hey guys, I'm in the box. Could you um, hear it? Wait, no. Could could no, he be heard? Was it soundproof no, box? Hey guys, his mic was off. It was, it was oh, like, right. hey guys, I'm in the box. And then like every time Love It opened, he's like, <laughs> he's like. Uh, and one <laughs> night he put a horse's head on. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's it's good. very good. Uh, okay. like that are good because it doesn't affect the show because no one could see it. Yes, but the problem is if you get a bad actor. Yeah. We've seen this before. Yeah. I can trick you. I can put uh, a, a picture <laughs> of a cock or something in a picture. Yeah. Look at my wife. Look at my wife, and it's and it's just like a picture of I don't know, like Danny DeVito. We can do that because I know you won't break. But we yeah. have seen so many times, oh, yeah. just people and and just completely laughing, and it, and it annoys me so much. It annoys me. Um, I want to talk about Joanna Mia Culpa now. Okay, I know it's not in 1982, and I know that we're going to be talking about different versions of it next episode. But I want to talk it because as we're going number by number, I want to talk about it here. Oh, yeah. let's talk, sorry. Let's first talk about Daniel O'Higgins. Does that work for you? I mean, it's very, it works. It's exactly. funny. Yeah. yeah. However, again, I think Sesha Baron Cohen, Mon- yeah, you won't remember I like me. it, yeah. I've it works better. It's more menacing. It is. And also cutting the reprise. I know that's an easy choice for a movie, but cutting, I can't, it, it's sort of, Sort of makes him less threatening. And going back into the Pirelli, under my employ, it, 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 it undermines the tension of it. But anyway, uh, let's talk about joining me a culpa. Um, I'm going to build up to my anecdote. This is Prince. The judge's number I didn't like. I thought the song was dangerous. I didn't know how to stage it because it was so explicit. At the end of the number, he was supposed to have an orgasm. I thought it was pretty gruesome. Sondheim. Just as I hoped with Krupke to be the first songwriter in Broadway history to use fuck you in a lyric, so I had hoped to be the first to have a character reach an orgasm in the middle of the song. <laughs> oh, Steve. And of course, I can think of a song where that is achieved. Um, can so I... I'm making love with you all night. No way if it's so much better. It's oh, much better. It's oh, 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 yeah. much better. I feel so much better. <laughs> I, I've realised what we're going to do. Next time we do a musicals block, we don't do Lloyd Webber. We do whatever we want. So we do Miss Saigon, the recording. We do Legally Blonde, the recording. We do The Phantom Footloose. recording. The movie of Footloose. No. Our recording of... We do a live streaming Sorry. of our recording. Can we, can we live stream a drunken commentary on our Footloose? <laughs> I don't know what the legally binding contracts of that would be. Oh, yes. I know it's boring and legalities. Um, how do you, so? Okay, do you want to hear my Joanna Mia Culpa story? Yeah, yeah, I do. So that same time, that same day, I played, I sang Epiphany. Obviously, I'm a Sweeney Todd widow. I'm a Sondheim widow, so I know what Joanna Mia Culpa is, and so yeah. does Chris Christopher Dickens, the pianist. Yeah, and the guy goes up, and he says, "I'm going to sing um, the, another version of Joanna um, from Sweeney Todd." Uh, Joanna Mia Culpa and this is a version that the judge sings and I like this song because for me it perfectly um, sort of justifies the judge's character and makes you understand him and um, see that he's not actually all that bad 
and that he's just trying. And then I, I literally look, I literally look at Chris, knowing that he's the only other person in the room right now yeah. who understands what the hell just happened. Everybody else is just like sat there sipping their coffee, and just like they don't know what's coming. Whereas I, no, I'm gonna. There were so many dark references that jumped into my head. There, I'm not going to equate this to 9/11. <laughs> I was just, I was just, my, the thing that popped into my head was th- these people are just sat enjoying breakfast television on September 11th and they have no idea what's going to happen. I was like, that's quite dark. Um, and literally, he starts singing and he, he does it full pelt, doesn't have a belt, does have a Bible, and literally starts whacking himself beating himself on the chest full-blown method acting whatever you want to call it starts scratching his face and then afterwards in the commentary Sinead from Birmingham goes your face your face is bleeding and he's cut into his face and he's bright red and he's messed all of his hair up wow it was incredible <laughs> so that's probably my favourite version of Joanna Mia Culpa. Really? And, and the one and the one we'll put on the song down song canon. <laughs> Leads us into Kiss Me. Incredible song. Understandable cut. Incredible song. Mm, I have Kiss Me at oh, I have it at 17. This is a typical thing of like the songs are so all of the songs are so good. Yeah. Uh, I love there's a gate, there's a gate. I heard it on the gate. You don't have a gate. And then, you know, the flustering and all that. But again, it's so beautiful. Will, who played Anthony in the original Broadway cast? Neil Patrick Harris. In 1979? <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no, it's... Um, um, I know him. I do know him. Tell me. VG, Victor Garber. That's the very own Mr. Andrews. And Cunningham from uh, the film of Legal Live Long. But Mr. Andrews. No, this ship will sing. Beautiful singing voice. And we will hear his voice yeah. again for Assassins, where he plays John Will Spooth. Um, oh, he's incredible. He is so good. And we'll see Michael Cerberus again, uh, for he played Booth in a different version. Uh, which leads us into Legs in Their Sensitivities, back into Kiss Me. Our name is Todd Sweeney Todd. Again, just absolutely swooning romantic score. Uh, which leads us then into one of the best triple bill end of act ones ever written. Pretty Women will take us away. This is undoubtedly in your top five. Oh, oh yes. Um, I'm battling with it being possibly one at the minute. Um, there's, there's four songs that I don't know whether they're one or not. It's really I have it at 11. Really? Pretty Women. Oh, I've put Poor Thing Above Pretty Women. Sorry, one minute. Sorry, you have it at 10? Please, at least. Yeah, Poor Thing can go. Yeah, I love, I'd love. i like to do Pretty Women with you one day. Oh, who would you like to be? Um, I'd, 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 I'd happily be the judge in that. I think... Because I can't whistle. <laughs> go on, say the best line of the show. Oh, um, you're in a merry mood today, Baba. It is your delights are catching fire. Um, one man to the next. I do actually. That's not true. I enjoy a I enjoy a better Turpin line in the judge's return, 
quick, sir, a splash of bay rum. Sit, sit, sit. There's one recording where he just goes, Baba. <laughs> Baba. <laughs> yeah. Benjamin, he just goes the full way. He's a Baba. Baba, black sheep. <laughs> black sheep. Black sheep, you, you are from fields. Fields have carnivals. Carnivals have carousels. Carousels have Barkers. Benjamin Barker. <laughs> <laughs> then he goes, ben, carousels have Barkers. Bark is on a tree. <laughs> it's just he's going. <laughs> trees have ma- trees. I- I'm trying to get to Benjamin Button. Uh, <laughs> um, Benjamin Barker. That's one of my favourite comparison videos. Is Benjamin Barker comparisons? Really? Is Benjamin Barker? Again, this is one of those where I like I know that I would blow my voice out after two weeks. Because how yeah. can you not shout Benjamin Barker? And what's the other yeah. one? Finished! Well, no, I can, you can do that safely. All right, you, sir. How about it? No, Epiphany, you can sing Epiphany safely. But it's, it's it, the, like, the, that, the Benjamin Barker. You just have to go, Benjamin yeah. Barker! And, and just have to, um, well, you do Actress Corner with Thomas Carruthers. Or you could go, Benjamin Barker? You're right. Uh, Benjamin Barker. Benjamin Barker. Uh, That's probably how they do it in the Pile of Bone in the 2005. Benjamin Barker. It's just so thin. Um, Talk about pretty women. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, And and both, both contrasting melodies and, and 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 reasons to sing but they're both singing about the same person mm. it's well then they're, they're not he's singing about oh his daughter hello and who is yeah. your intended sir very, very my ward my ward yeah it's like oh god um how do you feel about sweeney giving away at moments i don't know if it i mean it works dramatically but like Similar taste in... Oh, no, no, no. How does he... Oh, pretty as a mother is what he gives away in Pretty Women, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty as a mother, yeah. perhaps. What? 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 Pretty women, flower I like that. I like that. It, it does work dramatically, but it's just like, why, why take the risk? I guess that it's okay, because at this point, he thinks he's killing him in 30 seconds. So that's fine. Uh, which leads us into Epiphany. It took Sondheim a month to write. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, in the play, Sondheim reads it aloud. <laughs> And it's like, no, I cannot kill one person. One is not enough. I must kill everybody. It's like, oh, okay. You need a whole song. You need the trap. You need the art. Yeah. Let's um, let's decide now. Who does Epiphany better, Michael or George? Michael. I, 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 Michael's all in the eyes. He's pure evil, and he does it brilliantly. However, when George comes out for the it's all right use, it, it's incredible so it's an I, absolute I really looseness, looseness yeah. and mania it's two different versions it's straight arrow it's that tra- ball does it trance like again like yeah. my friends but it's a violent trance george Hearn, 
is the looseness, is the snapping. He has snapped. Um, yeah, I, I prefer my finished. All right, you sir. Yeah. I prefer those down the line. And I prefer those, you know, focused and evil behind the eyes, yeah. like you say. You love her. Right. Yeah. You sir. Yeah. No one's in the chair. Come on, come on. That's that was what I struggled with learning most was those was lyrics. It? Was those lyrics, oh. yeah. Because as a kid, I was just like, I don't care, I'll just sing whatever. Right then, everybody dies. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Sweeney's waiting. I'm here. I also, as a kid, thought it was I want you breathers. Because it was like he doesn't want them to breathe anymore. Oh. <laughs> it was yeah, it's bad. Oh, it's actually Tommy says bleeders. I know. The Wheeler considered a religious epiphany. Sometimes thought that a schizophrenic breakdown would be better for the actor and the audience. Obviously, he was correct. Um, I think it was just it's that it's a it's a struggle to over the course of one song just suddenly change the entire play. Because let's remember, there are there's none of this cooking of meat pies and nothing. No, no. it's you, the, you forget about it really, do don't you? The grand reveal of the chair. Yeah, you forget how long it takes to actually yeah. for anything to well, not anything to happen, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But as much you know, and, and and for as much as this is the play where that he kills people and puts them into pies, yeah. that doesn't come around for a long time. Um, yeah. So then, to end Act One, are you still happy with this being our number one song? I am. I, I it's not my favorite song in the show. Neither is it mine. Or is it? I don't know. It might be. I just love it. Yeah. I think it's three or four for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Dennis Quilly talks about this. Steve has the audacity to go from uh, Epiphany to A Little Preach, the funniest song in the show. Um, T.A. Callum, for time in his review, said that Todd is one giant step for vegetarianism. Um it's just hilarious. And it doesn't matter how many times I hear Locksmith. It's great. I will laugh. We um when we did Sweeney, uh, I'll love it, suddenly had a, a, a freeze on stage and forgot our lines, but no one noticed because um it was awful lot of fat, only where it's at. It was that bit. Mm-hmm. And he went awful lot of fat, and she was like, Oh, oh, you greedy twat. <laughs> That was, that was her film, and it is superb. Oh, you greedy twat. I think we should message... Oh, that's so sad. I was going to say, I think we should email Stephen Sondag, but he's dead now. Let's do a seance. <laughs> Sondag. Stephen, we've got a lyric rewrite for you. I'm, I'm getting the word. I'm getting the word. Now, who here can't have children? Um, what are we doing as our next TV show after IT Crowd? I mean, it's literally years away. A yeah. year, a year, a year away. Well, we've got to do number nine. No, I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about oh. like our next. So next, we yeah, 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 yeah. We'll do yeah, 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 yeah. We do we. I think before we start something else. No, sorry, doing IT crowd, and then we need to do either League of Gentlemen or we need to do the next Partridge would be our, which would be our Alan Partridge. Are we not doing I'm Alan Partridge? We've only done Knowing Me, Knowing You. Let's do I'm Alan Partridge. Okay. And, and, and then I think I can stretch. I love planning. The, um, 
Which, which, uh, what's your favorite joke in uh, A Little Priest? I know it's, I know it's very broad. Have you, what, like, for, in your favorite lyrics, what have you got from A Little Priest, if you do? Lock, well, Locksmith is, is the one, mm. is the joke. It's um, hilarious. It's great. Um, I'm, I'm not, pie, Shepherd's Pie Peppered with actual Shepherd. He's hilarious. Is, is great. Um, I mean, obviously, but always arrives over. What's the bit where it's green and no, it has to be grosser. It's green, do do. Yeah. Uh, piccolo player, no, that. Oh, sorry. Oh, <laughs> but it is a bit stringy. But then again, it is yeah. fiddle player. No, that's not fiddle player. That is piccolo player. How can you tell? It's piping. Hot. Well then, blow on it first. Great. Oh, you were just channeling a Melda there. That was literally a Melda. Yeah. Um, Lock Smith. Uh, there's a with or without his privates. With because it is tastes wherever it's been. Oh no, no, that uh, with or without his pirates. Pi- uh, with or without uh, his Admiral. pirates. Rear out. Garrett. Leads him to with is extra. That's a Melda again for you. With limited wind. Um, oh God, I love another. Which leads us into. Oh, sorry. Any final thoughts, Will? On uh... I like uh, lawyers because they're oily. They're yeah, lawyers. Because you never know when. No, if it's go going to run. run. I think that's my favourite because you never know when they're going to run. Yeah, that is good. That yeah. is good. Um, we'll talk about the film another time. We open Act Two. Fucking love God That's Good. I think God That's Good is in my top six. God That's Good, that is... Is deep, have you tasted? tasted, smell such, oh my... God, that's pure pie flavour. God, that's... Something like that. It's nearly... God That's Good, that is (laughs) deep, have you tasted such, smell so, oh my God, what perfect more than that's pie, such flavour. God, that's good. You got it written down. Yeah. Um, I remember having to learn that. I was, yeah... That, I'm guessing that's a bit like Judgment the Technical Dreamcoat. Once you learn that once, that's in your head always. Yeah. Apparently not. The no. um, what's the go on? What's the beat? What's the final beat? It's 16, isn't it? The Dima Barbara feet. Street. 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 It's yeah. eight, isn't it? Yeah. It's Dima Barbara Fleet. Fleet. Two, three, four, five, five six, six, seven, eight, eight nine, ten. ten. Street. Ten. It, it's Street two, three, oh, fleet two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, street. Or oh, is it nine street? I think it's nine street. Let's hear it. But everyone does it you seldom as well. A sweetie. A sweetie Here we go. Well, let's take, let's do it. It's eight. eight. It's on eight. It's on, on eight. eight. So let's do it. Let's. <laughs> Here we go. Are <laughs> we doing it? Right. You try. The demon barber of fleet. Street. That was dead on. This is a great. I'm not doing it again. But then, yeah, and, and, and lovely, we'll get there. But lovely orchestration. Yeah, yeah. And the slamming of the door and the look. Oh, it's incredible. Because, 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 
because they're going to hell. <laughs> yes, they are. And everybody who's eating human meat is going to hell as well. If we believe in hell, then cannibalism, you're every So most people are going to hell. It's wonderful. Uh, it's all completely planned with an inch of its life. Which customer was drunk? Which had what needed pies? All that sort of thing. Again, you, Lansbury, Stone, all of these women can't help but give a great performance because they're not thinking about anything other than getting everything sorting. Um, how do you feel about? I, I like the. I like the. Is that a chair fit for a king and the pie? I, I, like I like it. I like it a lot. I just. I mean, it's it's necessary, but it's just. Oh, it's so a, it's long a, the it's a lovely melody da, 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 da. yeah it's the knocking that oh it's just this so it's just so long and yeah. not needed at all um i have two problems knock on wood makes sense but sondheim doesn't like this either because the phrase is of course touch wood also i don't like bless my eyes fresh supplies Surely it takes quite a while to cut up a human body, grind them, declothe them, put it into a pie, cook the pies. Well, are you are you taking their clothes off after you've ground them? That's a very interesting. <laughs> What's my secret, dearie? I, the belts. Um, it doesn't. It just does, and it's a great gag, but yeah. it just doesn't make any sense. Does it annoy no. you, or am I just I weird? I don't care. <laughs> Great. Um, I also am not a big fan of them looking at the chair. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, any of the notes will on God that's good? Um, no. Talk about when opening. we did it. Um, we had it. Um, so the ooh and the freezers and all that. Mm. We had love it. We had two benches, and then we had them um, with in the foreground with the. The, the thing in the background um uh and he was up there we were all down here sorry in the eating area and love it was on one table and toby was on the other and we were all going reaching up to them in the freeze and they were oh, okay. that's how we did that bit yeah. sounds like a good little production one i guess it was say. a very it was a very good very good amateur production the um that sounded bitchy <laughs> Very good amateur very good, uh, production amateur production <laughs> is that a line that you say in kids <laughs> um, Joanna Quartet years of arguments with my mother of set it on fire and city on fire city on fire I know years of arguments and I'm sorry to say it I was the set it on fire guy no I know I love the I love the daughter gag and the, the family being there. That's yeah. just hilarious. And his anger and annoyance. It's very, very funny. Um <laughs> again, this is where I love Joanna most. This is, you know, and the again the reprise of Kiss Me. He said he'll marry me someday. Marry me someday. And everything is just so haunting. And then the beggar woman coming into it. Somebody, somebody look there. Didn't I tell you smell the air city on fire? And but again, and, and just which I think this is a chicken and the egg situation. I don't actually think this is one of my favorite songs. I think I love it in the film so much because I love all the killings. How many killings? How many, how many murders in this one? Seven. Um, I think it's one of those things where as a kid I used to love this song most because that's yeah. when all the killing happened. And then I was just like, oh, okay. Really? 
I love it. I think I think it's one of the most beautiful melodies he's written. That bit. You stay, Joanna. Oh yeah, it's my number eight. Yeah, my number eight, um, which then leads us into and there's oh, of course they're in the silo. Yes, as <laughs> as we will discuss. Um, why does Anthony go to Beadle? The man who killed the bird, and he's like, there is a grave misjustice happening. Of all the people. Come on, Will. This is something you'll have to justify later as a character. Um, because he has power. But he's killed the bird. It was just a bird. <laughs> just a cat. Just a cat. The partly singed harmonium I find very funny. And it's only partly singed on account of the church burning down. Um, we've got a nice, respectable business going on here. <laughs> Um, and then by the sea, I think this is Lansbury's best. I, I do. I think I, I love by the sea. Why are you down on by the sea? Not that you're down, but like what? what you know, like what? What turns you off about it? I don't think it's very good in the film. Yeah, it's not very good in the film. It's not very. Good. But again, Imelda just but, absolutely knocks it out. Emma yeah, Thompson yeah. even knocks it out. In the show, it's great. Um, Lansbury, the first song he wrote was by the sea, and he said to me. Angie, I have written a song in which you have absolutely no time to breathe whatsoever. <laughs> um, right, this is loads of arguments with my ex. What do you think? But a seaside wedding will be devised, be rumpled, bedding, legitimised. What do you think of that lyric? Because to what me, that I, I can't remember what her opinion was, but she disagreed... She thought they, have, they aren't having sex yet. Oh, I think... Rumpled bedding, that means... Sex, they've had sex. Yeah. And they need to have... and then. But if they're married, then that rumpled bedding will be legitimised. It'll yeah. be okay for us to have sex. Thank yeah. you. I said this for years. And then she was just like, no. No, they're not, they're not having sex yet. He loves his wife. The rumpled bedding... She said to you as well. No, Tom, we're not... We're not having sex. Uh, bring along your chopper. <laughs> then again, yeah, she she was like, no, his knife. Oh, you know what my you know what my favorite lyric is. What? Um, now and then you can do the guesting by the sea. <laughs> um, when Sweeney Todd, this is Sonman. When Sweeney Todd prepared premiered in England, I discovered that by happy coincidence, happy coincidence, chopper is British slang for penis. Making Mrs. Lovett a sly punster indeed. <laughs> God, I love him. Um, any, anything else about By the Sea World? Absolutely delightful, I dare say. Yeah. Um, and again, a burst of comedy before, from this point on, we are no comedy. Oh, no. Um, wig maker secrets. Uh, who does he run up and give that letter to in this staging? Give this letter to Judge Turpin. <laughs> What's okay? <laughs> the saffron man, there's Gordon. Um, again, bit of a throwaway, but you know, it's good. Uh, which leads us into Not While I'm Around, um, um which is one of my favorites. I think it, oh, okay. this is one top three. I think this is in your top three, yeah. I have this at 12. Really, I love this song, I do too. Again, let me clarify when I say things like this is at 16. There isn't a single song in this score that isn't that isn't yeah. a beautiful masterpiece. Um, 
I, I love the scene more than I do the song. Mm. Like, I love, love its recovery with the muffler. I think even Lansbury does it well. Obviously, Imelda does it better. But just the, the whole, the, just the whole, oh, come, oh, put your lovely muffler on. You wouldn't want to get cold. And then nothing's going to harm you. And then her recovering and all that sort of thing. Um, what has brought this out on Toby? When has Toby started realising? Um, I don't think he's ever liked Sweeney. Yeah. Um, and I think, I don't know. I, I don't think he knows that he's killing them. He just I thinks think he's he, an angry man. I just think, because obviously love it's like massive mother figure to him. Mm. He loves her to bits and he wants the best for her. And he, and he thinks he's probably abusing her or beating her, something like that. Um, Again, yeah, he's he's probably this this Toby that we meet is probably only known abusers in his life. Yeah, only known. So he sees that he he thinks he's that's what's going on, and then when the purse comes along, everything clicks, mm. or or at least he doesn't know he's killing me. It's the fact. Oh, that means kill he he's going to kill you. Yeah, and I don't want to happen. He won't that, give that, up his purse not with two quid. Demons will harm you. Oh, no, I, I completely agree. I think it's a beautiful moment. And again, it's that thing of like, oh, no, this is a tragedy, isn't it? Yeah. We were just having a great time. Bring along your chopper. We're having a great time. And then, no, no. we're downhill from here. Loud. Well, when I said to you, like for our next episode, we're going to watch multiple versions of the show and talk about them. And I said to you, because we don't have the time to watch all two and a half hours. And I said, what did I say to you? I said, yeah, just watch like all most of the songs. And then like, you'll probably just end up watching the final half an hour of each production. Because <laughs> for me, it is uh, the final, the end of the first act and the end of the second act. I, I just absolutely flawless. Um, bar parlor songs, sweet Polly Pucker. Am I how, right? How is this in the original, in the actual staging? Because it's obviously cut down for this version, this 1982 version. Yeah. But I remember watching it, but I was a child, and all I remember was it being 10 minutes and yeah. and and my grandma going, Oh, she's a bit long. This this yeah. I can see why they cut this from it's the film. 12 minutes, if you will. <laughs> um, because I remember it being like when we did it, we're like, oh, this goes on for it. And no one enjoyed it. And it's just the way we staged it is probably how most people do it. It's just Beatles sat there on the piano going, oh. And I wish I could see it. Oh, well, we will see it again because I found the Imelda version. But I'm sure Imelda will be very funny. But it's an easy cut. I mean, yeah. this works. This cuts it and it works. <laughs> So there we go. Well, for, for me, the cuts are parlor songs. Have a truncated version. Have um, what do you call it? Have uh, tooth. Cut, cut the tooth. Cut the tooth, and keep John and Mia Culpa. Yeah, I, the, I think you have so many people cut Mia Culpa. You can't. I think they cut Mia Culpa because it's fucking disgusting and perverse yeah. and disturbed. And yeah, in your fucking little. Again, this sounded bitchy. In your little regional production of, of Sweeney Todd, people aren't people are coming for a little priest and people are coming to have a good time we, and have a laugh. We and then, I know. Well, that's what yeah, but it's yeah. like it's like then suddenly halfway through this little regional production, how many seats were in your theatre? Uh, about 200. Okay. What, 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 what theatre was it? 
uh, the Rotherham Civic Theatre. Right. But like, it, it, I'm, I'm guessing that suddenly, mea culpa, everyone's like, oh, this isn't in the film. <laughs> this isn't in the film. There was a bit, I remember hearing, um, not them, but someone told us afterwards, they were sat behind, it was one of the mums sat behind this couple. And as soon as, did it, did it, attend the tale, what, the guy turned to his wife and went, Jesus Christ, it's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my great, my, my granddad. Is he, they always they always his friend that with the company they were allowed to they always get, got the money to go down to London and watch a show and have a meal for a week and in an hotel that was a, their yearly bonus. And one of partners went and he said, and they watched Phantom and he said I liked it but I, I liked and I could understand it all until they all started singing at the same time. <laughs> um, two little two little moments I enjoy of Beatles. Let. Oh, oh, no, no, moments I don't enjoy. Sorry, sorry. I enjoy George Hearn. Yes, sir, I am completely at your disposal. Very funny. And um, I don't like... This is the problem with cutting parlor songs, is that you would then have Lansbury going, let's hope he's quiet to be on the safe side. To be on the safe side, I'll provide a little musical accompaniment. Yeah. Just terrible. Just have her no. immediately just start playing. We just oh. have all of this, and then she... Let's just what let's just spin straight away yeah. and take them upstairs. Or just have a sit back down. Ah, so eat Polly Blanket. Um <laughs> little Toby keep I, I had this joke in my head of little Toby keep pulling things out. A fingernail. A finger. <laughs> and she just keeps pulling things out. And there's a great YouTube. Gwyneth Paltrow's. Gwyneth Paltrow's head. <laughs> And there's a, um, I think it's college humor. And it's if Hannibal was a bad chef, and he's like, eh, Cote de Vent, a chateau of lamb, and it's just a foot. <laughs> and it's just like he hasn't bothered to do it. And, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, which leads us then into, yeah, the final sequence. Um, the engine roared, the motor hissed. So, Fogs Asylum will take it away. Here we go. Um... So we we are we are in Fox Asylum. This guy called Jonas Fogg, who is the asylum keeper. It's a very tricky role to um, to master. Um, and it was so tricky for me that one night I said the wrong line. I had one line. <laughs> well, not wrong. It was a careful child. Smile for the gentleman, and you shall have a sweetie. That was what I had to do. <laughs> very creepy. Uh, yeah. And he said, instead of smile, I went sleep for the gentleman, and you shall have a sweetie. Sleep, yeah, as if I was about to inject her with a sedative. Yeah, uh, you know what I, you know what I find funny and enjoy um, is um, uh, the the way that Halprin stages it. It's exactly like what was the Britain's Got Talent thing? Um, attraction. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, with the shadow people, yeah, the shadow people, yeah, and uh, and they stage it like that. And it was always like some sad story about a miscarriage or a war or like water or like somebody dying at war. And then Amanda Holden would always cry. Yeah. Um, and then she cried. No, no, you, you can't cry. You, you're doing, you're doing, um, you're doing, there's a princess in, in about 10 minutes for everyone. What's that? Every series of, of um, from Shrek, every series of Britain's Got Talent, Amanda Holden ends up, uh, and now we've got, 
the three Fionas from Shrek, including Amanda Holden, <laughs> and she does it. Is that? I don't think that is every season. No, no, it's a joke. Do you remember they did that night of musicals and Sheridan Smith and Amanda Holden did I Know Him So Well and it was the worst thing I've ever yep. seen in my entire life. Yeah. She was always out of breath. Wasn't it good? Oh, so good. Um, Pamela Anderson opened in Chicago yesterday. Really? Just playing rock. Pamela song. Anderson? Hmm. Yeah, dirty bastard. Uh, uh, I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about um, City on Fire slash Searching slash Armis. I think it just feels a little bit overwrought. I like City on Fire. I like City on Fire, but the whole I don't know. Yeah, you like City on Fire because you did it and you're in the chorus. I, I I got shot. I had to lay down, and the entire City of Fire, all of the the rest of the work had to come and attack, attacking me and eating me, and then I got dragged off. Great. Did you ever watch Perfume with Ben Wishaw and Alan Rickman? Um, yeah, that's where he, he makes the perfect sense. And it's he because keeps, he's, he keeps yeah. killing women yeah. to get the perfect scent. Yeah, it's a great film. And then he and then he kills, and then he ends up killing Alan Rickman's daughter, and he makes yeah. the perfect scent. Yeah. And it's so perfect that everybody has an orgy yeah. and fucks everybody. And then it's so perfect that he covers it in himself and then the cannibals eat him. Yeah. Great. Weird movie. Good movie. Great movie. Yeah. Um, it was reported by Earl Wilson that on one of the first nights, Len Carrey and Lansbury were nearly heavily injured by the bridge while she was singing, nothing's going to harm you, not while I'm around. <laughs> <laughs> and... And literally, you know, when it when they come out and do looking for yeah. Toby and the bridge keeps lowering, at one point, Len Carey, Len Carey describes it and he goes, and I heard this. <sighs> I thought, that's not good. And then the bridge kept going and I grabbed Len's Angela and I just pulled her out. And then they, they came they came back on and he said, and I came out and I said, take two. And, uh, and he ends the interview and he says, everybody I've ever met was at that performance. <laughs> Nobody, and that's the only show everybody always saw. Um, which leads us then into the judge's return. Uh, mm. Oh no, sorry, sorry. He needs to kill kill beggar woman first. Oh, how do oh. you feel about how do you feel about her recognizing the don't place? No, you, Mister. Um, I don't know how I feel about her grabbing the baby. No, where's the baby? Hmm. I don't know. It feels. It, it just feels like it's undermining it a little bit. There's not enough time. This is what I was talking about before. With like, it, it, it's a pure farce. It like Toby's oh, yeah. down in the Toby's down in the cellar, but Beatles there. And it is literally a a, really? a, a full blown farce with a with, but with murders. And I love the musical sting as the judge return uh, enters. Da, 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 rum. Dun, dun. Thank goodness the sailor did not molest her. Come, sir, 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 sir. Have a shave, have a shave. And then, is that a dainty footstep on the stair? I hear nothing. The, oh, yes. Is that a shadow on the wall? Brimping, making herself even prettier, if possible. Ah, pretty woman, pretty woman. Oh, quickly, sir, a splash of bay rum. <laughs> oh, I love, I love, I do love the judge's return. And then, yeah, similar taste in women. That is. Um, 
any notes will on the judges return uh no it's just just wonderful it's wonderful it I, i'd love to act as i as either one of them in the judges return it's it looks like if you're either judge or sweeney one of the the best scenes to do yes followed only by Yes, I lied because I love you. I be twice, and then and then I again maybe one of my favourite Sweeney moments in the entire show. Rest now, my friends. Yeah. Rest now forever. Sleep now, the untroubled sleep of the angels. And it's this. It's the classic thing of revenge. Of what do you do then? Don't look into the abyss or else it will look back at you, whatever that Nietzsche quote is. You know, he who the, what's the quote that opens Kill Bill? He who, he who intends for revenge must dig two graves or whatever. You are killing, you, you, and it's the, and also it's the typical revenge thing of the revenger starts and is purely revenge. I have nothing in my life. However, over the course of the two hours, they find a life again and they find a happiness. But I need to do the revenge. It's heat. It's it's <laughs> Neil. It's Neil going back to kill. Uh, what's his name? Greco. Um, is it Greco? What's the name of the guy where he has to go back to the hotel? I've been in heat for a while, Tom. Oh, heat fucking rules. Show me what you got. <laughs> Show me what you got. Because she's got a great ass. By the time <laughs> I get to Phoenix, she'll be rising. Oh, it's great. He's great. I love him. It keeps me quick. Keeps me quick. Keeps me on my toes. That's our next movie. One of them. <laughs> um, this has the best turn reaction of the play. Because then, sorry, then we're into the downstairs. Then we're into the final scene. This has the best turn reaction. And for me, that is just the propellant nature of the play. If, it, it, I know it myself, like it, those, those shows where you're on the whole time and you just get sucked in and, and you don't have to, and, it, and in a great play, you don't have to think of your dead nan and all that shit. No. Over the course of the play, and it's dangerous to do that. I don't like it, but anyway. Oh, no, no. You, Over you, the, if you're in it. The, the, the material itself provides the emotion that you can work on. You know, again, d d death of a salesman. If I did that for two and a half hours and I was on stage for two and a half hours, yeah, you, you'll you yeah. be, that emotion will come out because it, of course it will. And sometimes it's there, sometimes it's not. Uh, but yeah, this is the best home reaction of the play and, it, and it, in, of, of, of the finding yeah. of Lucy. And this is the oh. scream I wanted during Rose the whole thing. Back. It's yeah. incredible. And then Lansbury does good. The she... <laughs> She's I like the bit where she discovers Lucy. She goes, oh. <laughs> she does do that, yeah. You're making me dislike Lansbury more and more. Um, who's the other random beggar woman down in the cellar? Oh, did, yeah. you, did you spot her? Just about around the side. Yeah, what the fuck was that? And then, um, uh, oh, how all the devils in hell have come to torment me. I oh, I love it. I, well, I love Imelda. Um Love its fate is the worst, or is that just me? Oh no, being burned alive. Awful. Yeah. Burning alive. <laughs> burning. Being alive. What is that? That was Adrian Lester. Oh, you do you? Somebody hold me too close. Being alive. alive. 
See all the crazy, very people. Uh, listen to our uh, company, other notable productions episode. Um, one minute, we've we've quoted it how many times? Ten times, and now we're actually here, and we've not yeah. quoted it yet. <laughs> you're Lucy. <laughs> you're Lucy, a madhead, picking up bones and rotten spontaneous dustbins and Ellie Ashkins. Oh, no, 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 lied at all. No one ever lied. Said she drank the poison. She did never said that she died. But that she has a point. She never said that she died. No. But also she is. Oh, yeah. Or is she doing the good, or is she doing the good thing? Nobody ever says, makes this point. Lucy is gone. Oh, yeah, there's nothing left of Lucy. How is there a relationship that would be healthy between Sweeney Todd and Lucy now? Oh, there wouldn't. There isn't. So maybe she's in the right. She's not, but maybe she's in the right. Yeah. Wind up in bedlam instead. Poor thing, she did. Yes, I lied because I love you. Oh, I be too. And you know what I like? And the reason why Imelda is our favourite is because she takes that note down. Mm. Whereas Lansbury here is going for the score and Carter goes to the score and Patty just belts, which works, but it said it undermines the piece. Sorry, Stephen. Sorry, Stephen. Rest in peace. But if you shout that line, it's so much better than "Yes, I like because I loved you. I'd be twice the wife she was." And uh, Carter has to do the same thing. Um, and I don't know. Maybe he just adored Imelda so much that he was just like, "Okay, throw it away." This, uh, this uh, George is my yeah. This final, as you said earlier, with that reaction, but also George. With Lucy now is my mm. favourite version of that. I he, he full on snogs the corpse. Yeah, like that's you, it's it's grotesque, it's, it's, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. It's, it's like yeah, yeah. And then um, and then I just love the waltz. Mm. I, I it's just so incredible. And then he snap, Mrs. Lovett, eminently practical and yet appropriate as always. And I, and I love how Michael Ball spits those out. We'll get yeah. to that, but. However, lived you that you want these years, I'll never know. Do you really mean it? And then she's taken in, and life is for the alive. And of course, they waltz too quickly close to the oven and have to do another circle next yeah. to the oven. Did you see that? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's absolutely, yeah, it's absolutely brutal. The killing of Lovett. Uh, that's an image that, like, as a kid, really haunted me. The Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, yeah. Terrifying. Um, what the fuck has happened to Toby? He's been down in that cellar an hour and he's got a new wig. He's got, what the hell is happening? It looks like he's aged 10 years. <laughs> I much prefer Sweeney accepting his fate. I don't like Hearn's decision to be really? screamed. I don't, yeah, I Hearn's final, yeah. I didn't enjoy. I, I like, enjoy Sweeney who, like, like in, death um, doesn't even move. Yeah, he, he's like, yeah, yeah. I know. Oh, I see. I see. And it's the cleanest blood. It's just yeah. And it's brutal. It's horrible. It's great. Um, I find this quite funny. Toby breaking his character and taking off the muffler to start Ballad of Sweeney Todd. <laughs> it's like attend the tale of Sweeney. I was like, all right, all right. <laughs> um, to seek revenge may lead to hell, but everyone does it if seldom is well. Uh, do you want to know what the original coupler he wrote was? Yes. To kill for love is such a thrill. You don't even notice you lose what you kill. Like Sweeney. Like Sweeney. Pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Um, 
watching this again, it's just like, it's undoubtedly the most influential piece of theatre in my life. Everything yeah. I've ever written that's a big two-act ensemble thing has this exact same structure. Long, okay. long scene, yeah, bookends, yeah. Long scenes, long scenes in the first act, building all the characters, and then the final act as a big opening scene, and then it's just 40 minutes straight through, everything culminating. Um, I'm not saying it's better. It's not. It never will be. Nothing will be. Um, did you watch the Elliot Nolan video, the, the interview with the guy where he's talking to them? No. It was, it's the weirdest show I've ever seen. He's reviewing it to them, to, to George Hearn and Lansbury. And they're just sat there and he's like, I thought the wig was too much. Um, Tobias was a little bit hard to understand at the beginning. It's the worst idea for a show I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, and then people have commented underneath. Angela is being very professional and biting her tongue with the self-absorbed interviewer. She doesn't suffer fools, gladly. Um, top five lyrics then, Will, before we... Uh, yeah, we're oh, nearly I've done, done yeah. Sorry? Uh, yeah, I've done them all. I've got a couple more. Uh, a mug of suds, a leather strop, an apron, a towel, a pail, and a mop. What was yeah. your lines in, uh, ballad of, in the ballads? I was um What? What what do you mean? Oh you mean the opening number? Yeah. Oh, I I didn't get chosen to sing because I really wanted to be a timber tale. You wanted I, it to be the first. Yeah, well back then was we, I was realizing, hold on, I've got a deep voice. But obviously I was still a child. But um, a child. Um wouldn't do in my shop. Just the thought of it's enough to make you sick. And I'm telling you, then pussy gets his quick. Oh, yes. He's good for six or seven at the most. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My favourite part of the ballad ending is when Beadle and Pirelli come down with, swing your... Yeah, yeah. When we did it, um, again, when we did it, corner, our Pirelli um, came in at the wrong time. So it was just like... And it was just and he just comes on going, swing your eyes. It just freezes. It's very funny. How gratifying for once to know that those are bubbles of those down below. To seek revenge may lead to hell, but everyone does it if seldom as well. Um, And they are our top five lyrics. Um, We will finalize our top six and seven songs and add them into the canon next episode. But right now, Will, I want to hear what your current pencilled-out six are. My current pencilled-out six are in no particular... I've done it in order of running, just so it... That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. My friends. Okay. Pretty women. All right. Epiphany. Yeah. A little priest. Yeah. Joanna Reprise. Mm. Not while I'm around. My top... Seven. I'm going to say in no particular order. Yeah. But this is the order they're in. A Little <laughs> Priest, Epiphany, Ballad of Sweeney Todd Finale, God That's Good, Worst Pies in London, My Friend's Final Scene. So the, the outliers currently are pretty, is, are pretty women and not while I'm around. But they are so important to you that I can, I will. But oh, also this is one where I don't give a shit. We can add eight. Well, let's just put them all on the, on the yeah, I, 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 Who cares? Because yeah. we're not going to be adding a lot from passion. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry to ruin that. It's video. coming back, isn't it, with Ruthie? With Ruthie, yes. Five, yeah. um, 
did you see that comment? Somebody commented, uh, it was like, what does Ruthie Angel think of Gemma Collins being in Chicago? And she was just like, um, best, best luck, best luck for you, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, oh, that's so disappointing. They definitely thought she was going to say, Gemma Collins isn't an actress. <laughs> um, which leads us to um, the end of our first episode. Uh, next episode is Sondheim Other Notable Productions. Uh, we're going to be looking at... Let's have a look what we're looking at again. Um, we're going to be looking at the... Well, we're going to be looking at them all, basically. I've, I've, I've managed to find clips... Of a lot, we're going to be focusing a lot, of course, on the Imelda production, the uh, concert from 2001, the Emma Thompson concert, uh, which I thought was very good on her end, the um, and then the John Doyle, um, everybody sings and everybody fucking gets a, gets their own. I don't think I like John Doyle at all. No, I I, I don't like his company. We're going to talk about his assassins. He's he's done. He did assassins last time, so we've got that, that out. The, is that the uh, Traverse production of assassins? Yes. Again, where they and guess what the guess what Twisty put on the production. Oh, um, are they playing their own instruments? They're playing their own instruments. Yeah. <laughs> well, where does he come up with these twists? Every time it surprises. Where does he come up with these ideas? That, I, was trying to, I was trying to think what I sounded like then, and it was Jack Nicholson's Joker. Where does he get those toys? <laughs> um, we haven't done any Batman movies, Well, We haven't, have we? We've not even done Dark Knight. The they're the Batman's. I I think we should we could do Batman Forever and Batman and Robin because we're both very anal. Yeah. But then that leads, but I don't want to do any Batfleck. No, I've not seen any Batfleck. Don't. Is he not good? No, he's good. Yeah, I, I imagine he's very good, actually. Good casting. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Um, okay, then. That is, as they say, that's any final thoughts, Will, on, um, on, on, on Sweeney Todd, the 1982 version? And, and 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 I guess Sweeney Todd as as a as a whole as a whole. Well, it's my second favorite musical of all time. So it's yeah, so that'll 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 do it, won't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to go through history next episode. Lots and lots to talk about. Uh, we'll see you then. Da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba